there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes, including the great Todd Fritz here. Come on in and stay a while. Glad to have you. If something tragic has happened in your life, we're the show for you. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done so. Our radio affiliates around the country numbering 400 cities now. The growing empire that we have here. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Actually sitting by to take your phone calls. Uh... Backroom guys, the big German running the show back there, Dylan, the graphics guy. Dylan will be part of the gambling podcast that we will record after the show today with Bad Larry and also uh, Shan Irving. All right, we have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Well, it happened. Jim Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. We weren't sure. We kept hearing... Speculation, rumor, sources close to, leaning towards, and then all of a sudden, boom, Harbaugh to the Chargers. It's a great move. And I you know, started to wonder, okay, how does this impact Justin Herbert right away? How does this impact the Chargers with the overall, I guess, uh, placement of them in Los Angeles, where they fit in, the sports hierarchy there? They're now relevant. They made the best hire they could possibly make. They could have brought in Pete Carroll. That would have helped you in the local market. Belichick, I guess you would have been relevant. But I get I get Jim Harbaugh. I get a great coach. I get energy. Uh, leverage that he brought in after leading Michigan to a national title, going back there. He's, uh, you know, what he did in San Diego. He played for the Chargers, and now... At least you're curious about the Chargers. A little bit more than you were, but I think Justin Herbert now is on the clock. Harbaugh is as well, but now it's Justin Herbert, and now we want to see, are you taking that next step up with some of these big boys there? Uh, We'll have a uh, poll question coming up, probably on this, but if you're a Charger fan, I'm curious how you feel today, because I'd feel really good. We We got the coach that we needed. 
Um, you know, you bring in somebody who is polarizing at times, but he's a great coach. And he's a great coach for quarterbacks. You look at where he was, University of San Diego. Not San Diego State, University of San Diego. Winner. Stanford, turned him around. Winner. Niners, turned him around. Winner. Michigan, took a little while. Inherited a, a team that wasn't very good the previous season from Brady Hoke and made them national champs. He's a great coach. He wins wherever he goes. And his quarterbacks develop. Whether it's Andrew Luck, who was generational, Colin Kaepernick, a big surprise, J.J. McCarthy is going to be a first-round draft pick. He's really good. And I think the window, although the window will probably be a little tighter because it's Harbaugh and we're going to expect a turnaround there, you got the fifth pick in the draft, and I'm guessing that uh, in two years from now, probably three, we're looking at Chargers as a Super Bowl contender, maybe after two years. I think it's a lot to ask. Him coming in right away, and then all of a sudden, and you know, keep in mind going to the AFC. If he went to the NFC, went to the Falcons, the road's a little bit easier. AFC in his own division, he's going to have to deal with the Kansas City Chiefs for a little while longer. Denver will get better. We saw that with Sean Payton. The Raiders, maybe they turn it around, but Jim got the the quarterback that he wanted, the best quarterback available. If you're a coach, you got the best quarterback available. As for Michigan, probably promote from within. But if you're going to leave a place, that's about as good as you can leave a place. Now, in a couple years from now, if we hear the NCAA is uh, asking Michigan to vacate the national title, then maybe you'll have some hard feelings. But this is a good exit. National title, everything's pretty good. You've been dominating Ohio State. By the way, Ohio State is spending some money, folks. Spending some money. NIL, now it gets interesting. Ryan Day said, we got to spend $14 million. Last I was told they had spent $13 million. They got a million left. Hey, what do you want to go out and get? It's like going to get groceries. Sometimes you go out and you buy groceries, and then you'll see something. You go, you know what? I'm going to get some olives. Okay, yeah, sure, get some olives. That may be what Ohio State's doing. They're going down the grocery aisle going, yeah, I'll take that, I'll take that. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, I haven't had Triscuits in a while. Sure, let me get those. But uh, Jim Harbaugh, the impact, leaving college football, going back to the NFL, it's a lot of fun. Taking over the L.A. Chargers. All right, uh, this first hour brought to you by the great folks in Las Vegas. We can't wait to get there and celebrate it's a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the fabric of that community, Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged, unexpected embraced, and uh, it's not just celebrating, it's celebration with an edge. Jim Harbaugh was with us at the Super Bowl in San Francisco. This was February of 2016, and uh, he was at Michigan at the time, and I asked him this question. Is there unfinished business with the NFL? Uh, no, there's just new business, uh, you know, the way, uh, the way I look at it, uh, cause Pete had unfinished, it felt like there was something more that was there. John Calipari may go through this at Kentucky to go back to the NBA. So I don't know if you felt like I got there to the Super Bowl. Is there part of me that says eventually I want to try that again? I've never looked at the unfinished business, uh, thing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's new business. It's proving something for a new time, uh, uh, in a competitive way, 
and for anybody, whether it's uh, whether it's Derek Jeter or or Michael Jordan or or Pete Carroll, people have done it at the, at the highest level. I mean, even though you've done something a thousand times, uh, now you're doing it again, and that's that's all that matters is 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 what you're doing right now. So, uh, yeah, the, the the unfinished business thing has never really resonated with me. It's it always feels like there's a new game, there's a new there's new business. You know, win the next game. That's the goal. Well, after he finished business at Michigan, now he's tending to the unfinished business in the NFL. And plus, you know, this is 2016. So he's very careful. Like, you don't want to say, yep, I'm going to go back to the NFL. I got to get back and win a Super Bowl. But I think deep in his mind, he knew that eventually he was going to go back. And I think it was important for him to go back and prove that he could do it again and maybe win a Super Bowl. In case you're wondering, and I know you are, what are the odds for the Chargers to win the Super Bowl this next season? Yes, Paul. I have a question. Are they in the top 10 now? Well, they have the same odds. Hmm. Guess the team that the Chargers have the same odds to uh, win the Super Bowl. Seton? The Dallas Cowboys. No. I like the guess. Aggressive. <laughs> Marvin? Well, there's only there's a few teams that would get a reaction of like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> guess the okay. team. Yeah. Uh, How Mar- do the Cowboys factor in the Harbaugh decision? Mar- uh, Marvin? The Broncos. No. I like that, too. It's insulting to the Chargers. Todd? <laughs> the Texans. No. Paul? The Jaguars. The Falcons. The Chargers and the Falcons, and Harbaugh was going to, I think, have his second interview with the Falcons when he took the uh, job. So the Chargers are plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. The same odds as the Falcons. They're actually behind the Jets. The Jets are plus 2,200 to win the Super Bowl. And you can bring in your uh, assistant coach who got a lot of reps if you're Michigan. Promote uh, Sharon Moore. Odds to win the national championship. Georgia is your favorite. Who is second? This according to DraftKings. Odds to win the national championship next season. Marvin. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Okay. That's a miss, Ole Miss. Paulie? Ohio State. Ohio State, bloop, bloop, bloop. Then, Todd? I'm going to say LSU is going to make a shocking run. No, they're they're in there. They're in the mix. They're in top five. Seton? Georgia? No, no, Georgia's number one. Then Ohio State. Texas. Oh, Texas. Alabama, LSU. Oregon. And then Michigan. By the way, Alabama's uh, new head coach, Kalen DeBoer, will join us coming up next hour. Also, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network. He is a Chargers broadcaster. He will join us. And the Lions making available Jameer Gibbs. All right. Jameer Gibbs. Love watching him. Went to Georgia Tech, then transferred to Alabama. So uh, just some of the news here going on. 
Uh, we mentioned Doc Rivers yesterday agreed to take over the Bucks job, and the Bucks, without Doc Rivers, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Eagles held a press conference. Nick Sirianni is staying, but man, would I rent and not buy. Because that was an aug- You know, sometimes you'll see people, and the longer they speak, the worse it gets. And that's what happened yesterday. I'm going to play that for you coming up in a little bit. But Nick Sirianni got to the podium. You know, unlike when Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft got to the podium on what could have been an awkward exit interview. They stayed up there nine minutes, and that was enough. So nobody could say anything that they were going to regret. Nothing stupid. And uh, the Eagles, they had the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and Nick Sirianni up there, and it got awkward there. It got awkward. Uh, so Michigan has a lot of candidates, but I, I would think that uh, Sharon Moore will be named the head coach and probably is going to be, uh, since it's a public university, it needs to be posted for a week. I'm guessing probably by this time next week. And he's been there since 2018. He came there as a tight ends coach, and then he was co-offensive coordinator in 2021. And then when Harbaugh was out with his uh, suspensions, he was the interim head coach for six games. So he's already undefeated in his coaching career. But uh, beat Penn State, uh, beat Ohio State, and you know Jim has spoken highly of him of becoming a head coach. Whether he he was going to stay at Michigan or not, you're going to be able to keep your recruits. Uh, that'll be important as well. But just understand what Ohio State is doing. They are spending money. I, I'm sure Michigan in as well. It's just Ohio State got a couple of players from Alabama. So that that usually doesn't happen that they leave Alabama. But if the price is right, there are some uh, defensive backs, offensive linemen. There's a wide receiver. So they've, uh, they've done pretty well, at least uh, owning the uh, offseason. Not that you care, but it's my job still to tell you these things. The Washington Wizards have uh, made a change with their head coach. They have fired Wes Unseld Jr. the third. Um, I don't think that knocks the Jim Harbaugh story off the front page, but ah, I'm just saying. In some circles. Wow. So uh, they fired him. He's been there since July of 2021. Uh, while he was there, they were 77 and 130. But he was con- consistent, though. Uh, the two previous seasons, the team went 35 and 47. And he's transitioning to a front office role, so they think enough of him to keep him in the organization. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the uh, the NBA's version of purgatory. The Washington Wizards. Hey, if you keep acting up, I'm going to send you to the Wizards. No, don't do that. All right, we'll come back. We'll get a poll question. What? Yeah, I I don't want you to leave or retire, but you should take the Wizards job. Me? Yeah, you're likable. No, I like like basketball too much. You're good with the media? How do you think I would do with those knuckleheads? I think you'd do fine. No, I would not. You could wear a suit on the sidelines? No, I I am done wearing suits. That's why I I left TV. I I would consider it. No, 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 no. Uh, (laughs) Not experienced enough and not dumb enough to take the job. Uh, I'm experienced enough to not want to take the job. I can't, I, I wouldn't do worse, I don't think. Yeah, get my guys to play for me. Come on now, come on now, come on. Just shoot. Yeah, the green that's light. all Just I shoot. would say. Just shoot. 
defense, we're we're not practicing. Don't worry about it. it. Just, shoot. Yeah, just shoot. I want you guys to score. Yeah, that's all I want. Give me give me at least a hundred and forty points every night. All right, ready? Break. <laughs> uh, all right, let me take a break. I got phone calls coming up. We'll settle on a poll question, and you'll hear a little portion of the Philadelphia Eagles press conference yesterday. Woo-wee. 15 after the hour, back after this Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75 Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or 
Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Settle on our poll question. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Top of the hour, Daniel Jeremiah does a great job for NFL Network. He's also a broadcaster for the Chargers. He'll join us as will Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer. And a little bit later on, the Lions great rookie running back, Jameer Gibbs. Um, everybody knows quarterback's the most important position in all the sports. And you have to have a great quarterback. Well, when you have somebody like Justin Herbert, you need to make every moment of their prime count. Heading into this five-year contract here, Harbaugh's got a five-year contract as well. We know what he did with Stanford with helping to mold Andrew Luck. Uh, The Niners were bottom feeders. He goes there. He had Alex Smith, and then he went out and got Colin Kaepernick. Luck was a generational talent. Colin Kaepernick proved to be a very dangerous offensive weapon. And then J.J. McCarthy at Michigan is probably going to be a first-round draft pick. Jim has had his hands on those players, his fingerprints there, and I would assume that you would expect Justin Herbert to take that next step. Also, I'm wondering about Michigan as they move forward in the NCAA investigation. Because Jim leaves, the investigation doesn't leave because Jim is moving on. But he is not compelled to talk to the NCAA. Connor Stallions is gone. I don't know if he's joining Jim on the Chargers staff, but he doesn't have to uh, talk to the NCAA. So it makes an interesting moving forward what this does with the NCAA investigation. I don't know if the NCAA investigation goes, all right, Jim's gone. Now what? Are you still going to investigate Michigan? And I'm going to guess... Big Ten athletic directors and coaches aren't going to allow them to move on as well. But I'd I'd be curious what happens here. And it's probably going to be two years. But we might show up one day and be talking about Michigan's penalties. Now, Jim Harbaugh was negotiating, reportedly negotiating, to get language in his contract changed to protect him if something happened, that he couldn't be fired if the NCAA came in and found him guilty and uh, they were going to have imposed sanctions on the school, that he couldn't be held accountable for that or lose his job. because Now, performance-based, he could, but they were signing him to a five-year deal that was over $11 million a year. I don't know what he's going to get for the Chargers. Feels like he's going to be able to pick his own general manager, which I think is interesting. I wonder if he takes anybody from his brother's staff in Baltimore But I think Jim Harbaugh got everything that he wanted, and I think it took everything that he wanted to leave Michigan at this time. All right, uh, poll question, Seton. What are you going to go with? Then we'll play a portion of the Philadelphia Eagles' disastrous press conference. What is more likely to happen in the next five years? This is a Paul. He's Paulie special. He's very proud of this. It's a good poll question. Okay. What is more likely to happen in the next five years? The L.A. Chargers win a title... The Michigan Wolverines are stripped of a title. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to be positive today. Michigan? Yes. Gonna, no, come on. Uh, I, I'm gonna, Why did he hate the play? I'm going to say 
I'm going to say the Chargers win a title. All right, let's go Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to say they win a title. That's not an easy situation that Coach is walking into there. Uh, at Michigan? With the Chargers. Oh. Well, bar is low. Uh, the bar is very low for a time that for a team that has very high expectations. Well, I think I think we've tempered the, those expectations a little bit because they were generic offensively and defensively, which you would think you'd be good at one thing, and they weren't. I don't think they were in the top fifteen in offense or defense, and that's having some marquee players on defense, and that's having Justin Herbert, and they have the they have the fifth pick in the draft. And I think Mel Kuyper had them taking uh, Brock Bowers at uh, Georgia Tech, who's sort of that hybrid wide receiver tight end. But, yeah, I would say Michigan. No, I'm going to say Chargers winning a national title. Because I don't know if the NCAA can AKA get it together. Get, yes. I don't know if Michigan, you know, the NCAA can get their act together and figure all this stuff out and do something as drastic as having the school vacate a title. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the old NCAA could, but not this one. Yeah, Rob. They, they, those guys are just sitting around going, wait, what's. Oh, God. Who sent. Yahoo Sports sent this in. Can't Dan, Dan Wetzel take some time? All right, we got to investigate this. Here we go. Yes, Todd. Just thinking of a mock headline for Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. That okay. Just because okay. he's a little odd, a little wacky. Uh, okay. You call him a little crazy. Do you have one? How about nuts and bolts? Nuts and bolts. Okay. <laughs> hey, nailed it. <laughs> kind of like it. Nailed it. Let's get the t-shirts printed. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. All right. Let's go. Not to be confused with plums. It's just Jim crazy. <laughs> nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Yes, Marvin. Any excuse to have those colors on a T-shirt? Oh, because those colors are yeah. just best uniforms. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Possible side poll question. Mm. I don't know if this is worthy. Better uniforms, and remember, uniforms encompasses helmets as well. Michigan and the oh. Chargers, Chargers or Michigan Wolverines. Oh. I don't think this is a slam dunk. You want to take a minute? Chargers. Now. Factor this in, though, with, with my answer. Yours may vary. The first game I went to, the Bengals played the Chargers. And I remember when the Chargers came on to the field. It was like, oh. The Bengals uniforms were so boring, so generic. The Chargers came out, and I went, oh, my God. They looked faster, bigger, stronger, better, and they were all of those against the Bengals. But growing up in Ohio, anytime I saw that Michigan helmet, I'd get nauseous. I hated that helmet. But that helmet was so good. The players who put on that helmet were so good. And being an Ohio State fan growing up, but I've grown to love Michigan. That is, that's up there. It's a top fiver where you go, that is classic. Don't screw it up. Don't do anything. Don't have alternative jersey. None of that. Helmets, that's a great, that's a great look. But it also helps when you're good. Because the Chargers haven't been good, and those uniforms still look great. And that's hard to do because normally it'd be like, yeah, 
But when you get good, you get better, all of a sudden you're good. Like the Niners uniforms, now that they're, you know, they're back winning again, I remember when John Brody was there. That I loved, I loved the look of those uniforms. And John Brody, who they play at Kizar Stadium, I think. And I remember, God, those look so good. And then I kind of forgot about them. And then Montana came, and I go, man, those are sharp-looking uniforms. And then, you know, so we've had, it, it's kind of cyclical where you go, man, those, those jerseys look great. But they usually look great when the team is great. Yeah, Pauline. I think a lot of people had the same thing about both uniforms. When I was a kid, I, I think it was Dan Fouts and Charlie Joyner and those guys, and they just looked fast and cool, the Chargers. Remember John Jefferson? John Jefferson with the goggles. Yeah. And, and they just looked like West Coast and California and everything. that it, it fit. But I remember when I was a little kid, and it was Purdue versus Michigan. And I didn't know much about Michigan football. I was probably, the first, I was probably nine. And I saw a guy named Anthony Carter for University of Michigan. You remember a wide receiver. Number one. And I saw those helmets, and I was like, what are those? Those don't look anything like Illinois or Notre Dame. Well, it also helped that Anthony Carter, it looked like his legs were about six feet long, and then the rest of his body was like, you know, two feet. And he was he was so dynamic there. All right, so uh, we got a couple of poll questions there that uh, we can toy with. Anything else, Seton, that we need to be aware of here in the first uh, 30 minutes of the show? How about this one? This one was sent in on the uh, Twitter machine. Okay, all right. Who's happier today, Ooh. Dean Spanos or Ryan Day? <laughs> um, it, it might be Ryan Day. Did Ryan Day just have his job saved? He, he might have. It, okay, if you don't beat Michigan next season, that's trouble. That's a, that'll be a tarmac day. That'll be like, uh, we'd like to thank you for your services, and here's an honorary Buckeye for you to take. Yes, Todd? And if you beat Michigan, is that enough, or has it become, yeah, but you couldn't beat Harbaugh three years in a row. He'll never be able to escape that now that Jim left. Well, Ryan would be good to just beat Michigan this next season. Not, hey, you didn't beat Harbaugh when he was there the last three years. That's true. But Ohio State is geared up to go toe-to-toe, and probably be more physical, you know, a, a f- more physical team coming up. Yes, Eaton. My guess is if Ohio State beat Michigan this year, Ryan Day would go on just an unbelievable rant about, like, where's all the voices now? Where's all the haters now? Where's I'm not here to talk about the, pre- the past. I'm here to talk about today. And today we won. Today we were the better team. That's what matters. You think he's going to do that if they beat Michigan this upcoming oh, season? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, didn't Harbaugh say Ryan Day uh, woke up on third base yeah. and wants <laughs> yeah. to tell you about hitting a triple? <laughs> that, was a, that was a good quote. That was a good quote. Yeah, Pauline. Remember those high school fights when someone runs up, punches someone, and runs away? That's what Harbaugh just did at Ohio State. Punched him three times. I'm like, I'm out. The fight's over. No rematch. There'll yeah. be no rematch. By the time you get back up, you're like, where is he? Where is he? He's, <laughs> it, he's in he's in LA with the Chargers. But especially for a guy whose dad was like a famous coach, to be like, yeah, that guy though was born on third. I had to work up by myself and didn't have any help. But, but that guy, he did. Yeah. but I, I will say with Harbaugh, he took over teams that weren't good. He Ryan did. Day took over a team that was a very good team. He, he did. Yes, he did. Jim took over for Brady Hoke. Not good. The Niners weren't good. Stanford wasn't good. He's a great coach. He's wacky, but he's a great coach. All right. The Eagles had a press conference yesterday, and if I was going to attach a word to it, I would say 
clunky. Here's Nick Sirianni, and it starts with a reporter's question. Nick is the Eagles head coach. Well, the offensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense, and the defense coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense. What is your role going to be? The head coach of the football team. What does that entail? How, how does it change? Yeah, um, I guess... What you know, it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now. Um, you know, does that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times, maybe, right? Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture, that's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working you know with our our five core values are taking every day at a time like we're not coming up with new core values okay i was surprised that he engaged that much with the question because he was really giving you a description of what he thinks he's supposed to do but he's the minister of culture here i would have asked well hold on building the culture what was wrong with the culture in november and december and who was responsible for that? Why did you fire your offensive and defensive coordinators? Um, you know, so it that feels like we're going to keep you, but uh, don't get too comfortable here. And it sounded like that, you know, where he's just kind of, you know, hey, I got to kind of come up with an answer here. Like, why do I do? Why did I keep my job here? What is my job here? Well, I might sit in here, and it might be over here, and uh, you know. Like he's a lifeguard there for the Eagles. Uh, let me see. Anybody in distress? Yeah, I'll go over here and talk to you a little bit over here. Didn't sound like I'm in charge. And uh, now he was pretty cocky when they when they went to the Super Bowl and even earlier this year. Now the reporters, when the reporters see blood in the water, you're emboldened to ask questions. And uh, even cutting him off when he has a comment or two. Like, you're the coach, so what? We, we see you're vulnerable. And this is where reporters, they start to zero in. Remember when Tiger Woods was going through everything? Used to be reporters never said anything, asked anything, reported anything negative about Tiger. And then Tiger goes through all this, and all of a sudden, everybody's got an opinion or a question. And then all of a sudden, Tiger comes back and wins Augusta, and it's like, Tiger, great to have you back. Yeah, Seton. I mean, it is odd that... For like a reporter in that press conference who's obviously covering the team for a significant amount of time or working in football to be like, so what exactly does a head coach do? Like what what exactly do you do here? Yeah. I, I don't know that that seems like an odd question to me if it's not meant to be so uh like stinging. Oh, it's piercing. What so what exactly do you yeah, do? Yeah. I mean, you're not asking that when they're 11 and 3 and no. rolling. No. So so wait a minute. So let me get this straight. <laughs> if the offense is in the defense, so what do you do? Let me ask you about the five core values. What are those? Oh, so, so really you're just a figurehead then? Is that, is that what I'm getting here? The culture? So this is the culture club? So what is do you what this do? Is? This boy George? What exactly is boy your George? Culture. The culture club. Yes, yes, Todd. Would it have been rude if Nick Sirianni said, I'm not here to describe what the head coach of an NFL team does. I'll let you do some research on your own. Next question. Would that have been inappropriate? I, I don't think it would have uh, quieted. It would have matched the level of uh, acidity. That's true. <laughs> which yeah. I, I don't mind. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think he's on his heels, and rightfully so, because we didn't know if he was going to keep his job. Nobody said anything. You fire your coordinators. You keep your... I, know, I don't understand that. If I'm a coordinator, why do I want to work for a guy who might be a lame duck coach? Because then you get hired. Well, no, you might get fired. Or hired. Oh, well. Yeah. But if he gets fired, you're going to be part of the reason why he got fired, perhaps. But if he, but if it all goes well, you're going to be the head coach of some other team the year after that. Hmm. Okay. Yes, Paul? It reminds me of that scene in Office Space. Remember they bring in the consultants to talk to all the workers? They go, what would you say... You do here. And the guy just starts freaking out. He's like, I handle the customers. I, I deal with the customers. I deal with the clients. His responsibility is he grabs a piece of paper from one person and then brings it to another. And that, and they're like, and that's what you do. Yeah. 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 I have people skills. I deal with the customers. It's a great scene. Who deals with culture here? Do we have anybody on staff? The Minister of Culture, you dropped that line. Yeah. That's McConaughey at Texas. That's his official title on the website. Do we have a Minister of Culture here? In the building. Yes, Todd. I would give Tyler a little bit of that. He's dealing with the callers and finding out what they're going to say and getting getting to the point. Okay. And he's got a very good personality and making them very happy well, he, and comfortable. He doesn't have a title. So maybe we call Something t- to consider. Yeah, Tyler, the Minister of Culture. How about we take a break? Got our play of the day coming up and phone calls right around the corner. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. 
Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play. The play is of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. With five seconds left, Lewin's got to get it into the front court. He does. Two seconds left. He uncorks a three and he hits it at the horn. Game time in the end of a third quarter. Doesn't matter. End of a game, end of a quarter. He sees that red light about to go. It is go time. That's courtesy of the Bucks Radio Network. Bucks got the win. Doc Rivers wasn't the coach last night. Joe Prunty, he got the win. 2-0 is the Hawks' interim coach last season after they fired Nate McMillan, and he got the win last night. Dame goes for 28. Giannis had a triple-double. But the, uh, the remarkable thing about that game was after the game where you saw the Milwaukee Bucks players dancing. Like, I don't know if they were... They're happy that Doc Rivers is coming in as much as they're happier that Adrian Griffin is not their head coach. That was like, yeah, we're having fun now. Picked up the win. Uh, Play of the day brought to you by the great folks at TireRack. TireRack.com, the official tire expert of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the tire decision guide. See the full lineup of Goodyear tires, special offers, free road hazard protection, mobile tire installation. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right. Uh, Doug in North Carolina leads this off. Good morning, Doug. What's on your mind? Well, Dan, I had dinner uh, with a good friend of mine yesterday, and the highlight of the evening is we entertained ourselves by playing a game that uh, you guys have made famous, and I want to share it with you now. He asked me, he knows I'm a Lions fan, he said, who would you rather have, the Chiefs or the Ravens in the Super Bowl if you get that far? I said the Chiefs, and then we started to debate whose career would you rather have, Chiefs fan Taylor Swift or Detroit fan Eminem? Okay. All right. Thank you, Doug. Um, Well, how much fame do you want? Because Taylor Swift has more fame than anybody in the world right now. Eminem... You know, he could probably socialize a little bit, come and go. I'm sure he's still very private. But I, he might be able to go to a restaurant. If Taylor Swift goes, it's like Lionel Messi going to a restaurant. Well, maybe it's not even that. Uh, Messi would probably bring more fans out. I, would I rather have had a really good career, a great career, and maybe not as much now where you can have some normalcy. She's at the peak of, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I guess 
Michael Jackson or Madonna. You know, there's a few artists that that had this, but I guess I'd rather be Eminem, where I did it, kind of like me at Sports Center. You know, I did it, and uh, now I'm doing something on my own, a little different. Not as much fanfare, you know. Not as you know big of a stage as it was at Sports Center. Because when you, when they're looking at everything you do, and when you go to Starbucks, and when you you know go to uh, get groceries, and what groceries you buy, and what's your hair look like, I mean, all of those things. That's where Taylor Swift is, and I I couldn't imagine that wanting that. Yeah, Paul. But do you think I, I think it'd be fair to say that Madonna was similar fame level when she was twenty five, thirty? That Taylor Swift is now. That's fair, right? Worldwide. And, um, and, and then she kind of receded into the background the past 15, 20 years. Whether by choice or not, I don't know. But it, would Taylor Swift be the kind of person that 15 years from now, like, hey, what's she up to? It's hard to picture. She's so, she seems like a corporation. She doesn't seem like a person. I remember being in New York, and I was working for CNN, and we were right across the street from the garden. Our offices were right across the street from the garden. Madonna was going to play the garden that night the number of girls who were dressed like Madonna on the streets six hours prior to that. So it was crazy. And that's, you know, probably mid-80s that that happened. And uh, so she had that. Uh, It doesn't mean that she still doesn't want to be relevant. She just hasn't been. I mean, she she does concerts, but I don't know if she's written any really good music. Taylor Swift is going to write music the rest of her life. And the question is, is she going to you know, maintain that fan base? Are they going to grow old, older with her? What happens in her personal life? Does she have kids? You know, I, I guess you could factor in. Well, I'm giving way too much thought to this. But, Doug, thank you for that uh, possibility. <laughs> you know, I'm breaking down Taylor Swift like it's the, like it's the chief secondary. Yes, Mark. But I think that's the case for every single artist. Everybody's going to get old, and they won't be as hot as they were at 25. Right? So if you go to a Rolling Stones concert. Stop me up! 25-year-olds aren't going to be there. Okay. It's going to be people your age. McCartney hasn't cooled off. Springsteen hasn't cooled off. Well, I mean, as a solo artist. But the Beatles, I mean, that was crazy. But McCartney still, when McCartney says something or he performs, it's a big deal. Springsteen still demands attention there. Uh, how many artists, as they get older, maintain or they uh, supersede that? Packing arenas. I mean, Springsteen still packs arena. McCartney still does. Yes, Paul? It, it does seem like Bruce Springsteen has never taken a break. In the 80s, I would say 70s, 80s, he was the guy, like... 80,000 seats, no problem. But I don't remember him in the 90s and 2000s ever just stopping touring for like a decade. I don't think he's ever stopped. Well, maybe. I think he went solo, then he brought back the E Street Band. and But, I mean, he's still, it feels like it's, it's a continuous tour for him. Yes, Mark. I think Eminem's kind of in that same category because if he says he's going on tour now, the kids that loved him in 2001 are now adults. Okay, I haven't seen Eminem performing... 15 years. Yeah, I'll go see him because mm. he does it so rarely and he had such a peak of popularity. Seton? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that, uh, you know, Madonna is 65 and she can still sell out 
Madison Square Garden doing dance music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that I think that her legacy is, is still pretty strong. Um, if Taylor Swift, 30 years from now, is still doing that, that's a hell of an accomplishment. But I don't, I don't, eventually she is going to tail off. She's not going to continue producing super album after super album after super album. She is going to tail off. Yes. It's going to stop. Yes, Tom. Can or does Billy Joel still pack the house? Or is oh, that just more of a National Square go. Garden? I knew you were going to bring but up nationwide, Paul and Oates, Billy Joel. Would arenas fill up nationwide for Billy Joel, or is that more of a Northeastern thing, like a New York thing I think at it's, this point? I think it's Madison Square Garden, which is still... Amazing. That like 10 nights in a row or whatever, 20 nights like in a row. It's right, for performance. Yeah, amazing. yeah. I don't know if, he, I think he's performing at the Oscars, but I, I don't know if Billy Joel goes to Spokane that he sells out. Yes, Paul. Billy Joel hasn't released a new album in more than 30 years. Like, unlike the Rolling Stones, which, you know, everyone, Stop me up! everyone wants to hear the old stuff, but they still, every decade, they pop something new out. Billy Joel said, I'm good. I'm done I recording. I think Billy Joel has a new song out. Maybe a new album out for some reason. 30 years in the making. Um, but, you know, Jimmy Buffett didn't have to make any more music. Like, you get a catalog. If I, if I get 25 songs, that's all you need. Just you're, you're showing up to see the hits, hear the hits. You don't need to. Whenever, you know, I went to see Hall & Oates and they go, oh, we got some new music. I'm like, I'm going to go get a beer. Yes, Eaton. See, Taylor Swift is 34 and just did an eras tour where she can go back through her many different eras. <laughs> How long can she keep that up? She's amazing. Forever. And ever. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.